Good morning. You are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Segal Network. I am so excited to be back in the hot seat. We just Pesach has just passed. I kind of took a little bit of time off uh, right before Pesach and right after Pesach, but it is so good to see my friend ZK back in the studio. Uh, Mazel Tov to Nachum and Stacey on their son's bar mitzvah this past uh, weekend and now we are back. I saw him at the bar mitzvah and the whole gang, the Nachum Segal Network gang and it's so great to be back and I took to train him this morning because I didn't want to have to deal with driving um, but it's really fabulous to be part of this amazing, amazing network. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman. I'm about all the food all the time. I love food. I love shopping for it, eating it, cooking it, eating at restaurants Anything food-related. I'm a kosher personal chef, a cookbook author. Anytime you don't feel like cooking, you can give me a call. I hope you'll tune in every week and hear from my exciting guests and my food traveling and sharing of great food ideas and recipes. But I want to hear from you too. So email me, Naomi, at nachamsegal.com. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. And um, you can find me on the um, Balsygourmet.com too. Wow, you think I would know that by heart, but I actually don't. I always see I have notes. See, every week I write notes. I I have my main intro here, and then I add in like all the different amazing guests and what's going on on the show, and I I fill it in between where I have to put my station ID. Every show gets a lot of thought and is planned out, and I'm very excited to have on the show today uh, three. I have three guests today because this is an action-packed show. Just want to give a little shout-out to Ram Caterers where I spent nearly two weeks working with them on their brilliant, brilliant, amazing Pesach program. You know that you think – I always say amazing all the time, but if I don't like something, I just don't talk about it. But what I do talk about is all the amazing things that I do do. Being part of their team was such an honour. Thank you to Simon, Zebi Albacher and Alex Albacher and um, – to, of course, Faye Gertelman for putting together an amazing program and having me come, to Barry Samanowitz, who I'm always bothering during the year. Um, I just, I love, I love you guys and thank you for having me. I, I got to meet so many incredible people, so many chefs in the kitchen who taught me things. Every time I would go into the kitchen, they're like, hey, Naomi, look at this and look at that. And they show me cool tricks in, in, in their industrial kitchen. So really, thank you to the entire Ram catering team for making me feel like part of the family. And to all the guests who just were so friendly, we had a great time, and I really trying to lose the weight that I gained <laughs> over Pesach. So um, shout out to the Miami restaurants they ate at either before or after Pesach. Tasty Beach Cafe, you never disappoint me. I love, love, love your food. Uh, to Soho Bar and Grill, I want to say that you are just a fabulous restaurant. Every time I go there, you never disappoint me as well. Um, that pad thai is a killer. I, it's, it's, I've had, whenever I see pad thai on the menu, I always get it and yours is right up there with the best. And to Mark Aquinin from Fuego, you always treat me like a queen and with my family. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, we had wonderful meals at all these restaurants. Um, and I just want to give them a shout out for being so awesome. Okay. It's time to move on because we've got an action packed show here. As I said before. On the line, all the way from Toronto, we got him for just a couple of minutes. Shlomo Asayag, he is a he's the food king of Toronto. In New York, we think we have our food um, our food groups here, and we have so many people leading our food groups from Milan to Donny to just the people in general that just know a lot about food. But um, Shlomo is the head in Toronto, right? Can I say that? 
That's sweet of you. Thank you. It's so it's so nice. We we met a couple months a year ago or so, um, through our mutual friend Shauna McGinty and. You, what, you could tell the rest from there, almost. Yeah, yeah, it was a great meeting, and my head started spinning, and I wanted to figure out a way of how to bring you to Toronto and run one of your chopped events here. And finally, we were lucky enough to have you coming here in a couple of weeks. I'm very excited. I hope that all the Toronto Nahum Siegel Network listeners are going to come to our event. Um, so, as you know, I'm going to be doing a chopped event but, Shlomo, just tell me a little bit about your foodie background. Okay, so I've been in the restaurant businesses um, for the last um, nine years. Um, I have a company called Kosher Meats to You and Kosher Barbecue to You. So we do home delivery, restaurants, caterers, and we sell wholesale meat, chicken, and fish. And in the summer times for five months, we run a kosher barbecue catering business where we come to you, we bring all the grills, all the food, and we put on uh, barbecue catering. I love it. And and uh, another major thing, two years ago, I started a Facebook group called Speedy Meaty. And last week, we just hit 15,000 members. Oh, my God, that has grown really fast. Yeah, over two years. It's been amazing. So it's all information about anything in Canada, kosher. And we're just there to promote kosher. And we have a lot of... Um, followers from the states and we just want to promote culture around the world i love that and and i feel like like since i've joined when i first met you over a year ago i mean as we said before the group has grown tremendously but i noticed so many of my fellow new yorkers are also in your group and i think that's great just spreading the love of kosher ac- across the world is amazing so if you are on facebook join his group speedy meaty right yes speedy meaty. um okay so continue um, so doing a barbecue last year for High Lifeline and I saw the families and I saw how they put on an event every year where it's just laid back, all the families come, we did a barbecue for them, it was just like, it was amazing to see all the kids and smiling and it just touched me and I said I have to get involved with High Lifeline and I came up with this idea of doing a Guru Fest. And where we can get everyone together, we can have all the restaurants and caterers showcase some new products, give out food, open bar, giveaways all night. And we have um, Justin's No Frills as an event sponsor, and he's been a huge, huge help to the community this past year since he's taken over. He's just helped giving great deals to the community and helping promote kosher as well. I think that's absolutely fantastic. And, and how did you get the name Guru Fest? Um, well, the groups, um, when we started the group two years ago, it was Speedy Meaty. It was TO's, Toronto's Kosher Guru. And from there, the name just clicked, Guru Fest, and where you just come and eat and drink, socialize and have fun and support a great charity and watch a great chopped event. Play not your own Naomi <laughs> You're so sweet. I'm really looking forward to it. And Geffen is a sponsor. They are uh, um, they, they are, are sponsoring the that. the food. So um, we're very excited about that. And you'll be able to watch part of the um, event through their page on Geffen. So make sure you are following Geffen. And what other channels can people see it or get involved with on social media or reach um, out to you? We have the... We have an um, Instagram page, The Kosher King. Um, we have the Facebook great, uh, group, Speedy Meaty. Um, you can get your tickets at gurufest.ca. 
and you're supporting Chai Lifeline. And we're very excited, and it's going to be a great evening for a great cause. Okay, I'm really looking forward to coming. Shomi, you have to do me one huge favor. Sure. I know it's not entirely in your hands, but yeah. I heard you had snow this past week. So can you make sure there's no snow? Yes, it's melting <laughs> away as we speak. So I'm hoping by next week it'll be all gone. I'll drive Oh, you. gosh. You know, you come back from Florida and Pesach. And before Pesach, I was saying, um, no more black tights. I'm not buying another pair of black tights. And then you come uh, back from Pesach and we're still in black tights. It's still a little bit chilly right here after Pesach. So, But I heard Toronto had snow. So people are texting me. Apparently there's this big sign with Naomi Nachman comes to Coat Chop to Toronto. People are sending me the picture of the sign. And then there's snow around the sign. I'm like, no snow. I know. We're working on it. We're working on it. We have our heaters out there. We're going to melt everything just for you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, still a Sydney girl at heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. We're looking forward to that. We've got a great lineup. Let's talk about the judges. Who are our judges? Um, we have Amy Stop Nikki from The Taste. Oh, yeah. Amy. Love her. Very good cookbook. Um, we have uh, Daniela Silver yep. from Silver Cooks Cookbook. Love her book. Her... And we're working on a guest star. Oh, a guest. Oh, I'm waiting to see who that is. Yeah. Even I don't know who that is. Confirmation. Yes, you don't know. Okay, so two cookbook authors. Yeah, Daniela yeah. Silver's cookbook is like staple in my kitchen. Silver platter. Silver platter. Very excited. And she's a wonderful person inside out. I've gotten to know her very well. And I've met Amy once. I have her book. So, you know, very excited to uh, hang out with them. And uh, I think one of the prizes is that we go out for lunch with a bunch of people. So I'm looking forward yeah, to ter- looking trying forward to it. nice. trying Toronto's food. Okay, amazing. Thank you, Shlomo, so much. Thank you for having me on and can't wait to see you in 10 days. I'll, I'll, yeah, a little bit less from that now at this point. So I'm really excited. Perfect. All right, make sure Thank you get you your tickets, gurufest.ca, and I'll see you soon, Shlomo. Guru out. Okay, bye, Guru out. He's so funny. <laughs> so we're just talking about two cookbook authors there, but I've got America's, the world's, let's not just say America, I've got the world's next top cookbook out there. I am like... So honored to have Honey Applebaum on my show. We actually really just first met when I first reached out to you. Dear Busy in Brooklyn, my name is Naomi Nachman and I have a radio show. And you came on with your tiny baby, your fourth yeah. child, yeah. your baby yeah. boy. He's almost four now. He's almost yeah. four. With Gloria Coburn. Yes. Um, memory. And we and then after that, well, we're like friends for a long time already. Yes, yes. How are you? Okay. You're, you're like you're like in the labor stage of when the book goes to print, but you haven't quite given birth yet. Yes, I keep. I, I've been calling Naomi like every day for for a while because she's been through this and it's, she knows. It's, it's amazing. Yes. It's when Gadalia will hand you your book, you're gonna cry like I they cr- hand you I've, your baby. I cried a le- enough already. <laughs> it's amazing. Yes. Good tears. Good tears. Good tears. Yes. Okay. Let's let you know. So, am I am I the first press thing you're doing for the book? Um, I did do an article for a newspaper, but yeah, first radio interview. First radio interview, first of many, there will be a lot because I did quite a lot for my book, so okay. I know what's coming for you. Um, okay, so let's uh, hold up the book. Well, it's not the actual book. It's the um, printout that Devorah makes for us yes. from Art Scroll. Yes. So I wanted all my viewers to see it. Yes. And over, Aviva's got her camera out. I have Aviva from Remember Me Home. He's going to be doing a knife demo for us today. I promised you action-packed. You're getting it. Yes. Okay. So, this is the cover, Millennial Kosher. It's going to be out in just about a week. <laughs> a week from tomorrow. Okay, yes. so, wait, wait. So, the, everyone's listening to this on Friday morning. So, within one, within, it's coming oh, out, what day of the week? Friday morning this week? This Friday. 
This is airing this Friday. Okay. We're meeting a little bit earlier so on the week. So it'll be a little bit less than a week, yeah. A little bit less than a week yeah. till we ha- hold Honey's baby. Yes. <laughs> I joke with my kids that I'm going to dress up the cookbook and walk it in the carriage and feed it and they get really nervous. Yeah. <laughs> They're my, like, what's happening Wait, to wait. Leora had a really hard time. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah. So it's definitely my baby for now. Um, yeah. So it's very exciting. Very I'm, exciting. Lots of hard work coming to c- fruition. Let, let's put the... Can ZK, we get this up on the screen? Okay, let's talk about the name. Okay. How'd you get this So, Millennial Kosher. So, I really went back and forth a lot about, you know, what what uh, what I wanted my book to be about. Um, and I really, you know, thinking about it, I realized that this is really, you know, an expression of what my passion is, which is reinventing traditional kosher food and Jewish food and breathing new life into it and bringing it into this generation, you know, goodbye to the margarine and the onion soup mix and in with the coconut oil and, 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 and porcini mushroom powder and other umami flavors. Um, so really, I just... Explain umami to So Alice umami is the fifth sense, okay? So we all sixth know... Sixth sense. Sixth sense. We have five senses. This right, is the, the sixth. sense, yes. Uh, I'm a teacher. I was a, I was a teacher before I was a foodie. So you tell everyone what the five senses are. Eyes, taste, hearing, sound, touch... Umami. Right. So umami is the savory. Okay. So it's intensely savory food like you get from onion soup mix. In between, you know, salt and Yeah. Sweet. So you have like things like um, soy sauce or miso paste, um, kosher uh, bacon would all be, you know, different umami flavors, right. dried mushrooms. Mm. So intensely savory foods. So um, definitely incorporate things like that into my book and, um, you know, really just cooking more... Um, a little bit healthier than we've been eating yeah, for many absolutely. generations. Um, more savory. I grew up, uh, you know, I'm Ashkenazi. My mother cooked a lot of very, very sweet foods. Um, and, yeah, so that's pretty much what it's about. I love, uh, I, you know, I can say that. You've definitely reinvented kosher. You, you've definitely given it a new spin. And I can say that. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I feel like all the bloggers really have. Right, the whole, right, the, the whole, whole community. Yeah, the, whole, the, whole the whole community, community of, of kosher food bloggers. Right, have kind of reinvented the world of kosher, um, and yeah, so that's really what where I want. I mean, I feel like you know, there's kosher cookbooks. A lot of kosher, but your kosher cookbook is inventive. Right, it, right. it's inventive no, and innovative. Right. It's, it's definitely changed from. Look at Susie, who's done it over ten years. Yeah, right. Yeah, how she changed from book one to book ten. Yes, for sure. Right, yeah. you can't not over. I think that was a. 14-year period, a 13-year period well, in her trends books. change over time. Right, but but with the, even that, like there was margarine in her first book and none in her last book, and right. that's from the same author. Right, right. Right. Yeah. So Honey's really got to, you know, yeah. she, she so, found her Yeah, place. so times have changed, and really it's time for the really the kosher cookbooks to change, and they have over time, but sometimes you do see a lot of the same things. Oh, absolutely. You know, over and over again, a lot of the traditional foods, and really you're not going to find it. There's always a brisket in every kosher cookbook. Yeah. Do you yeah. have one in I do there have, too? I have a pulled beef recipe and, and lots of fun ways to use it. Right. Um, but you're not going to find traditional chicken soup or, or, or traditional gefilte fish in my book. Right. Uh, you're going to find reinvented gefilte fish, like gefilte fish pizza, which is really cool. What? Yes. What? I basically fry a giant gefilte fish patty, which happened one week by mistake because I had no time to fry individual ones. Right. So I made one large one, and then I top it off with, like, chuenes, and then, like, fresh, you know, uh, uh, um, chio beets or watermelon radish shaved really thinly and carrot ribbons and arugula. So it looks like a salad over a pizza, and it's a really fun way to serve but gefilte fish. I love that. Yeah, so that's really my passion. This is, I think, quintessential busy in Brooklyn. And anyone who knows Chani, 
Sunny knows busy in Brooklyn, has been following her for a long time. This is the format that you've gone in. You've always reinvented. I mean, yeah. you come up with creative stuff all on your own, but I love the reinvention that you do. Yeah. So, you know, I, that's not, I, I feel like when you write a book, you really have to think about, you know, everyone that's going to be buying it. So obviously that can't be the whole focus of the book. I feel like it's a very good balance of, you know, holiday um, dishes and everyday dinners because I, I am a mom of five and I do have to put dinner on the table right. and I want it to be quick and easy. So you definitely have dinners like that. Right. Um, so really there's a balance. There's a balance of, you know, some healthy dishes and some more, um, you know, indulgent dishes like my Hasselback salami that I'm famous for. Right. I did three ways in the book. So I two feel new like ways. You, you put that on this show first. That you, be- said, you said you talked about it here yeah. and then you... Put it on the blog. Yes. And, you know, yeah. like it was first announced yeah. here. And now it's like being made all over the world, sold at deli counters, and it's amazing. Um, so I really wanted to gift my followers with two new versions because everybody loves that recipe and an amazing way to serve it. I did like a Hasselback salami charcuterie board with a beautiful photo and, you know, just how to build a, a board. Uh, you know, let's talk about, we'll talk about boards in a minute, which are very popular. Yeah. Um, but, but let's talk about photography because. From Susie to Leia to myself included, we all have a photographer. Mm-hmm. You and Miriam mm-hmm. are the only two who've be- written the recipes, styled them yourselves, and photographed them yes. yourselves. She is three honey apple. These three people rolled up into one. Person, you know, right? it, there was it was a, a lot of pressure on me. Um, I, I was, you know, I, was, I felt very confident about the recipe part, about the recipe development, and and I, I was a little scared of, of, of you know photographing it. I, I turned my dining room into a, a photography studio for like <laughs> I six that. weeks. Yeah. Um, I hired an assistant. Shout out to Marnie who helped me, you know, cook all the dishes, and we, I was just really organized about it. Really, really organized about it, and I just found my groove. And I'm, I'm really, really proud of the photos in the book. Really proud. Well, we can see from just the cover alone. I've yes. had a sneak peek. This was one of my first photos that I shot. Oh, and, really? Yes. And when can I took the picture, yeah. So these are shawarma fish lafos, which is like a hybrid lafa plus taco, so lafo. Um, and <laughs> basically, it's shawarma, a spiced fish. Um, you know, you could use any kind of white fish fillet. I just did on for yamatsmaut. I did a um, falafel, falafel, um, crusted flounder. Oh. Okay. For your so with Israeli fun. salad, because yeah. yeah. I wanted that for your masmot last week. Yeah, that's fun. So um, this, these are pickled, pickled turnips. Yeah. Um, we have some uh, red cabbage slaw and a tahini crema where I take tahini and I add Greek yogurt to it, so it really lightens it yeah, up that's and good. it makes it amazing. Um, which no one thinks of tahini like as a dairy condiment. So in this in this recipe, it's used that way. But you can also make it par if it's totally right. Right, I, I, I love that. I've seen that in Israel. Yeah. That's so awesome. that's um, you know, my 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 twist on you know a lafa. Um, I love that's very love typical Israeli of food. the book. Yeah. yeah, and and I love tacos, and tacos are so millennial. And also, Middle Eastern food is so in right now, and I definitely love um, you know the Middle Eastern influence. So definitely work that into quite a number of recipes. Right. Um, so, so oh, so I, when I took this picture, I knew I wanted this photo, and um, I, you know, I, I when I went to my publisher and I was like, okay, "Art scroll, art scroll," and I, and, and I said, "I'm going to use this," and he's like, "Just wait, you're going to take 150 more pictures. You don't know that you're going to want this picture, but I did want it in the end, because um, I just felt like it really represented what's in the book and the flavor and profile that I love, and you know, the whole idea of millennial kosher. So. Obsessed, yeah. obsessed. Yes. Thank you. I can't wait to get the book this week. I, I don't know. I, I hope they get it to me fast. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they get it to me fast. Everyone's like, "Do you have any like 
you know, connections where you can get it early. I'm like, no, I'm getting it at the same time as everyone. No, else. no, no. You're gonna go. You're gonna drive in. I drove in on a Friday. Yeah, and yeah. Because handed it to yeah. me. Like, and I, I literally took 300 books home in my car. Yeah, that's what's gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so exciting. <laughs> we, we brought some foods from the book, obviously. And okay. ZK, I warned you, it was going to be a party today. I also brought Naomi a taste of home, a little surprise for you. <gasps> I found in my freezer the peppermint patties from Hamish. Uh, in Astro- Hamish I went to Australia. <laughs> so I said I have to bring them to Naomi because oh, these are so they're cute. all the way from home. But from Melbourne. Yes. But I'm from Sydney. But I know, but everybody, you know right, those. Everybody in Sydney loves Hamish and Cookies from Melbourne. So I yes, love these. Those I are the pet. The, yeah, the so I have the ones still in my fridge. Yeah, you still. That you bought me. I have like one a week. Okay, good. Oh, so I brought you those. It's my shopper's treat. Because I was actually, oh, you know, I happen you. to have these two in my freezer because they freeze really well. So one okay, here. Okay, let's talk. What's this? These are the my date peanut shoes. Now, when I was growing up, in my Bubby's house, she always had nutty shoes. Like I'm, I'm Calvi Straw, so I don't eat the, you know, the Goldbergs. Goldbergs, yeah, yeah. Goldbergs. My dad shoes. used to import them from to Australia. Oh, okay, but so they're they're dairy. They're, they're not dairy, yeah, so yeah. I don't eat those. So I we always had nutty shoes. You know what nutty shoes are? Yeah, yeah, and so the brown, the, the little ones, brown yeah. packages. So my bubby always had them out on her table, and we would always sneak them home, you know, in our pockets. Anyway, I was like, I want to create one where you don't have to sneak anything because they are healthy and they're made with dates, um, and peanuts and chocolate. I'll show you the actual picture in the book, but. They're great because you freeze them and they're a healthy snack. You don't have to feel bad about eating them. So this is these, this is them. Gorgeous. And of course I finished them with some mold and salt because, you know, the flaky, Millennial. flaky salt is, you know, okay, so the we're sweet gonna... and, the, and the salty. Okay, you want to try did, one? did I promise you? No, he's had a... <laughs> You're full? Yeah. Okay. I made a bracha off camera, by the way, before. Okay. So it's oh basically, so show the camera like the inside, like how it looks like a peanut chew, right? Oh my God. It tastes like the, that salt just takes it over. Yes, yes. I love salted oh my desserts God. in general. Oh my goodness, honey, that's amazing. Do you, do you want to try one? Okay. Wait. That's outstanding. I appreciate that. That's really good. And I've had the other peanut chews. Uh-huh. These are better. Than yeah, them. and these these are healthy. And these like, are milk? They're legitimately healthy. These are parif. They are dates. They're literally dates, peanuts, chocolate, and salt. There's four ingredients in there. I love those kind of easy recipes. Yeah. Guys, I know you're listening to the show on your apps and on the on the website, but make sure you go to the YouTube channel, Nachum Siegel Net, and watch this show because I want you to see all the fun stuff that I'm showing you because Honey's book is out in a couple of days. Pre-order it right now. On, on Amazon, you can get it for $28. It will ship a couple of days later, then it will ship. If you order from Art Scroll, you'll get a signed copy. It's, I believe, thirty one ninety nine. You're going to have to go copy. in there and sign them. You know I know. That, right? I already have a lot to sign. <laughs> He's like, good luck. Um, I sat in the Miriam's old office and yeah. I sat with it. Get a Sharpie. Yeah, you have Sharpie. to find the right Sharpie that goes with the inside cover. Yeah. And I, I um, so I had Gedalia and Rabbi Mayer's Lodowitz, that's mm-hmm. all, sign my book. Oh, that's the, nice. the copy that he handed right. me, I had him sign, and then I went to his father to oh, sign it. Oliver that's Shaw, so nice. And and um, he he signed it. I used a silver pen, and Rabbi Zlatowicz said to me, "What a great color pen that you chose." Uh-huh. And that's a big honor because Rabbi Mayer Zlatowicz is artistic. Uh-huh. That's why it's called Art Scroll right. because he's, he told me that he, he's signed. artistic. So he actually was very instrumental in designing my cover of my book, the colors. 
he picked the final colours because Rabbi Zalowitz, because he had a better eye than anyone right. else and we're having a hard time. So the final thing went to him. And so I had him sign my book. And so he liked the silver. So just find the right pen that goes to the well, inside a lot, cover. Look, in, my cover has, uh, you know, millennial pink. This is not actually millennial pink, which is like a light pink. But millennial pink is a thing. Oh, really? I had yeah, no idea. Yeah, but it's not this color pink. It's kind of a lighter pink. So it's pink on the inside. But we do have pink here, and then, you know, yeah, there's, um, you can see the, you know, the work here, there's that magenta oh. again. And the, also the, the end leaf, the lining of the, you know, the inside of the book. I have something very cool. I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to leave it as a surprise. Oh, yeah, good. I, wanna, cool I like here. to be surprised. I know. I didn't tell anybody that because I wanted to leave some Ev surprises. But everything, everything is so well thought out when you put a book together. Things that you don't yes. realize unless you're doing a book. Yes. The color. Of the paper, of the inside cover. Yeah. Are you going to have a print on it? Yes. Where you're putting your bio. Right. Like all those things, you're like, huh? All those questions come up. 100%. I'm no better for the next round. But, <laughs> but um, I, I just, you know, I was overwhelmed by, you know, yeah. I, I didn't and know it, what to It pick. was amazing for me that I had you to call, you know. I called you for so much advice, so thank oh, you. My pleasure, my pleasure. But <laughs> you have a more artistic eye, so I'm like, yeah. oh. I did. I went to school for web design many years ago, so I definitely, like, I have an eye for that stuff, and 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 I knew I knew what I wanted, and I wanted you know the next caliber, you know, really. Um, okay, so let's move on to the next recipe. Ooh, we got some chalva mousse. I love chalva mousse. <laughs> My mum's been making chalva mousse forever. Really, I have a chalva mousse that we make in our family, but I know that Hani's is going to kick it over the edge. So I'll tell you what. Okay, what, so this is it in the in the recipe. Which this one is not marbled because I had this in my freezer, so I just brought it. Mm. So. Would you like to try one? It's okay. You might want to try it. Okay, later. <laughs> so basically, um, I actually developed a re this recipe for um, a, a cooking class. I give a lot of cooking demos around the world. Yeah, find her. Bring her to your neighborhood, wherever you are. Yeah. Seriously, thank she's you. fun. Thank you. So, um, so I actually developed a recipe using tofu originally because I wanted it to be a healthier thing. But I did find, like, for my audiences, people are scared of tofu. And, yeah. and, the fact, and I'm also scared of tofu. Like I don't, I actually have a, um, a chapter in the book called Meatless Meals because Meatless Mondays are very important to me. It's very millennial to give our bodies a break from all the animal protein and you know eat more, you know eat more plant based. So we, I have um, that chapter called Meatless Meals and it's you know vegetarian and vegan recipes. Um, she has something for everyone. Yeah. Seriously. So I really, I really wanted to work that in, and I tried to work on a, a tofu recipe, but I, I just really don't like it. I remember that. So something that I did was I actually made these like schnitzel subs where I cut the the because I was like the only way you're getting me to eat tofu is if I fry it. So I fried the tofu into cubes like with a crispy coating, and I give it to my kids, and they actually ate it. But then my four year old uh, takes a bite of it, and he's like, at, he turns to his siblings and he's like. Why did mommy put marshmallow in the schnitzel? <laughs> and I was like, this is not going in my book. So no, there's actually one tempeh recipe because I feel like tempeh. I love tempeh. Yeah, I like tempeh because it has a bite and there's like texture mm. to it. I feel like the thing that a lot of people don't like about tofu is that it's just like a marshmallow. Like there's no texture there. It's a sponge. Mm -hmm. um, I actually don't mind tofu. So, so I like tempeh. So I do have a tempeh recipe. Um, and then as far as the mousse was concerned, I, I actually tested it a different way. So it does not have tofu in it. Um, but anyone's welcome to email me for the healthier version. But this one actually um, has whipped cream in it. So but how do you like it? It's so good. So actually, this one wasn't marbled. The, the one in the book is marbled. Which it's is, so good. And you know what? Even her little tiny sample she's brought in, look how beautiful this lady knows how to plate things. Like, well, I, I love the, the, this is also very in now, the shredded halva. Oh, right. So, so I buy like, that. So light Mine's, and eerie. So, so um, 
even her little cups that she's made, I would just put it in on top. And I might even put the shredded chava on top. But, like, she puts the pistachios and she has the chocolate drizzle. And you know what? Because sure mousse is, big and a little. You have to think about texture. Mousse is very eerie and light, but you got you need some crunch there, you know? So that's why I that's always great. think about that. That's really great. Last thing I brought here, these are smoky because I wanted to, you know, they, I gave you two sweet things. Uh, savory food is very important to me. Oh, I feel like, uh, you know, kosher food is very, very often heavy-handed with the sugar. You know, I, 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 uh, I, I said this, I mentioned this in the book, but like growing up, my job in the house was always to make the salad dressing on Jarvis when I was oh, a teenager. I've got a kid like that. She has to make my dressing. No, but I made the dressing. I was so bad. I didn't know what I was doing. And one week I put salt instead of sugar. That We're talking about half a cup into the salad dressing and everyone at the table is spitting it out. Like, what is this? So it's like the big joke in my family. Like, this is what you do today? Like... How'd that happen? I know. You know. My mother never thought I would do what I do. <laughs> but I actually think the joke is, like, why are we putting sugar in our salad dressing? You know? It's meant oh, yeah. to be a healthy appetizer to our meal. So really, my salads uh, dressings all have little to no sugar, maybe a tablespoon of honey here and there. Um, and I have a, sa- a chapter on savory snacks. Because I feel like when we're snacking, they don't, snacks don't always have to be sweet. So this is one of the recipes in my savory snacks chapter, which these are smoky sumac almonds. Sumac... Is a very I love pot- sumac. Yes. Oh, people don't use it enough or they don't know what it is. It's really because they just don't know. Um, just tell them what sumac is. It's basically a beautifully crimson sp- uh, spice, for, you know, famous in the Middle East. Um, it has like a little bit of a citrusy, sour uh, note to it. Um, I actually have a huge jar that Danielle Renoff um, from Peace, Love, and Carrots sent me um, when she came here. It's a little old. She's like, honey, you need to get a new one and throw it out. But that's what I use here. Uh, It's actually from the Shook. And uh, Mm -hmm. so I I, I use... Mine's uh, from the Shook, too. Yeah, yeah. So I have a really big jar. So that that, uh, recipe, I just brought some photos, is... Is here. I remember bringing you back some Hawaii's from the Shook. You did. And I have a really good recipe in the book for Hawaii's garlic confit. Because if you think about what Hawaii's is used for, it's often, it's used for Yemenite chicken soup, right? Chicken that simmers for a long, long time. So I thought about, what about taking garlic confit, which is garlic that simmered in oil for a while till it got soft. So I make every week garlic with za'atar. Right, right. So I've done it with za'atar, but try it with Hawaii's because it is so amazing. I put Hawaii's in my chicken soup since my second last trip to Israel. So you would love it. Because my, my, my cousin, Judy Nachman, in yes. Khashmanim did it, and my 10-year-old daughter, Leora, became obsessed. Yes. So I bought, for you and for Melinda, big things of Hawaii. Yes. And we love it, Hawaii. Yes, yes. So it's it's amazing in garlic confit. See, I, I learned... And you I, want to dip your challah in that oil. It's so good. Oh. My, my recipe tester actually told me her husband got yellow oil all over his shirt. Okay, that happened to my dad. He was with us last Sukkot. <laughs> Because I put a ton of Hawaii yeah. and he knocked his soup on yeah. his shirt oh, and it was yellow. Did he ever get it out? Probably not. Um, he had said it's dry cleaner. I think everyone needs to wear a bib when they eat that. Hawaii, <laughs> I know. It's the cumin. I once did a catering job for somebody, um, for her, her niece's vote and it was at her house and yeah. she had white carpet and her house was clean and beautiful. She's a designer. Okay. So everything was just so. She says, you can't make anything with turmeric in it. Oh, I no. don't want it on my carpet. Yeah. <laughs> Spices really, they really stain. So with this recipe, I actually, you know, this is the amount of thought that went into my styling. Mm-hmm. So I actually thought of like, who eats, 
you know, toast, who eats almonds, like smoky almonds? Yeah. I'm thinking like a guy sitting with a bottle of beer reading, you know, the stock market <gasps> on the newspaper. So <laughs> I actually photographed market? it on a newspaper. I actually sent my assistant to the store to buy me a newspaper. And I photographed it on a newspaper here with a bottle of beer and a, a beer opener. What newspaper so, is it? Um, I believe it's the New York Times. Okay. Yeah. Not the Wall Street Journal. Uh, um, it might be the Wall Street Journal. I don't know. Whatever she was able. I don't remember what day of the week it was. We both have a hot love for the Wall Street yes, Journal right now. we were both featured in that newspaper. Um, so, so this is the type of thought that I put into every single photo when I shot it. And, and I love, this is one of my favorite photos. I actually took another shot with my phone on the side with my, with my website. But then people told me it was a little cheesy, so I left <laughs> it out. <laughs> um, we're all about the marketing, man. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, so you know, just to give you a little idea of what. But even of even just the right coloring of, if you can see, if you're watching the the bottle opener that she's put there, kind of is in the same color family. Yeah. Um, it's also the, the copper. Can I you call got it the copper? I know you probably call it something else because you're much more artistic. That's coppery. That's coppery. The the nuts are coppery. It has that whole coppery look. Yeah, I mean, and you don't want to bring in too many colors when you're doing right, the photo because everything competes beautiful. with each other. Thank you. I love so, that coloring. Yeah. So you got to try these two. Did you try them? I don't yeah. know. Oh, okay. No, I tried it. I could eat sumac plain. Oh, it's delicious. Also in trina. It's so good in trina Remember? and on fish. Oh, I love it. In salads. I've done on roasted vegetables. Yeah, really good on Remember roasted Remember when we went to La Boite? Yes. So, so oh, we were busy So with what La I wanted Boite. to tell you is that, so my recipe calls for chili pepper. You, you can use any kind. You can use red pepper flakes. But I actually, just in your honor, because we went to Labat together to this class, we bought, I bought Urfa pepper yeah, there. I learned that from you. Right. Urfa Biber, it's called. And I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't know. Um, yeah. So that's what I used today in it. It's a kind of... It's a kind of... A uh, chili. A chili. But I, it's called Urfa I call it Urfa pepper. Urfa. But it's called Biber. Urfa Biber, I think. I don't there's know. also like, you know, there, there are chili pepper from different, you know, origins in the world. So there's like... Um, there's Aleppo pepper, which is from oh, Syria. Right. You know, and uh, I'm not. Where's the Urfa from? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Somewhere in the Middle East. Where's Urfa? I, I know. know. I know. Uh, Michael Salamanov uses it a lot in his recipes, which is where I saw it in his book Zahav. Um, so that's why I bought it and I, I used it in here today. But you know, you can use any ch chili pepper flakes. Work. Right. I. But these have like a little bit more of an earthy <coughs> flavor. The Urfa. Yeah, I I absolutely love those flakes. So that's Urfa and um, sumac. Sumac and uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah like but you know, I, I don't want to put anyone off because this <laughs> happens to be like a little bit of a more out there recipe. I feel like a, a lot of the recipes do use very basic pantry ingredients. But something I did put in my book uh, in the intro chapters is how to stock your kitchen with uh, tools and equipment as well as ingredients for the millennial kosher kitchen. You know, new uh, ingredients and a lot of them will tell you where to get it if you're not familiar with them. So, um, yeah, so, so that I, I definitely want to incorporate that because if people have all these you know, new spices that they haven't seen before or new condiments, I want to tell them, you know, what they are, where they can get them. Because part of Cooking Millennial is exploring new flavors and exploring international cultural cuisine. Right. Which you're seeing a lot in kosher restaurants these days. Right, right. Absolutely. So, I remember when Susie Fishbein first came out with one of her books that had mirin in it. Yeah. So I remember going, like, thank you, I'm okay, so I'm, I'm coughing, he's handing me water. Thank you, he's the best, best <laughs> Engineer, you could find. I was going to say producer, but you're both. You're both. Um, and um, nobody knew what Mirren was. So Gourmet Glut calls me up and like a couple months after her first book comes, one of these books come out, maybe her second or third. She's like, 
Do you know when Susie's having a new book come out? Because we want to make sure Gourmet Glut's stocked with all the cool so actually, things that she's doing <laughs> in cool ingredients. So I'm like, honey, they're going to do that to you now. Right. So I'm actually doing um, a Glot Mart in, in, uh, in Flatbush. is having a, a grand reopening <laughs> and, and I'm doing a book signing there. So he said, you know. When? Tell- when? when? Can we tell our listeners? Um, I, I believe it's May 6th. So follow, make sure you're following Busy in Brooklyn. She'll yeah. tell you. Yes. So, yeah. So I, I had a meeting with them and they're like, you have to tell us some new products that we have to bring in. We have to have a, you know, a millennial, uh, you know, aisle or a millennial that's, section. That's very cool. And I actually was in talks with another store about doing like, you know, little stickers on their products that say, you know, uh, you know, used in millennial kosher. I, and, and that's something I'm just so passionate about. If you want to bring your food to the next level and bring kosher into the new generation, it's really about embracing some new flavors that you're not used to. You know, I feel like the Ashkenazim, our safety net is paprika and garlic pa- garlic powder, you know, and the Syrians, maybe it's allspice. No, it's allspice and cinnamon. Yes, I just learned that. I did an event with some Syrians yes. uh, this past week, and I go, what's your flavor profile? Yeah. And they go, what? like for Ashkenazim, I said it's garlic powder, onion powder, and paprika. They're like, allspice? And cinnamon. So my mother-in-law is Syrian, and, 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 you know, she taught me to make a lot of Syrian dishes, and I do have a few dishes in my book oh, inspired by, you know, Syrian cuisine. I have a lachmajin flatbread with a runny egg inside, very millennial. Ah. Um, you have a, a lachmajin, uh, you know, I love yours in your Pesach book. Amazing. The cauliflower. Oh, that, that was that was brilliant. That was brilliant. Um, so I have that and um, different things. I have a lazy marchi. You know what marchi is? Yeah, it's stuffed. Right. So you stuffed. have to stuff the vegetables and hollow them out, which is really yeah, painstaking yeah, yeah. And, and takes a lot of time. So what I do is I actually grate my zucchini instead of hollowing it right into my sauce, and then I just drop my meatballs into the sauce. So oh, you that's kind of like that. the unstuffed cabbage idea. Right. So I call it lazy marchi meatballs. Oh, I love that. I'm, so, I'm going to do that because yeah. I love that And it has ap- dried apricots in the sauce that are unbelievable. It's so good. Look at her Delicious. face as she talks. She's so excited. <laughs> I am very – I mean, that's why I wrote a cookbook. I'm very passionate she about it. She loves talking about food. So, yeah, I love, I love that. You know, my mother-in-law did teach – you know, I, I did learn this new food culture – and um, so you do get a lot of, you know, different things, you know, tamarind and, and, and pomegranate molasses and a little bit of those Syrian right. flavors and, as well as And the a lot of these flavors. are available already now in the supermarkets. Tamarind, I mean, Ashkenazim might not use it as much, but right. I'm familiar with it. It's actually in a lot of Thai cooking. Yes. So, so, and like it's pad actually, thai. And you pad mentioned thai. pad thai before. I have a pad thai recipe in my book. Uh, it's a quinoa pad thai. And oh, I've had it. Yes, it's in my Meatless Meals chapter. Do you remember she did it on the radio show? No, I did it in the one in Gourmet Club. Right. You did it with chicken. I did it with chicken and I did it with zoodles. Zoodles, yeah. Okay. It's the first time I've tried anything with zoodles. Right, so this time it's just, there's no zoodles. It's a quinoa pad thai and it has a runny egg on top. And it's it goes in, it's in the Meatless Meals chapter and it's like, you don't need you don't need any chicken or meat because the quinoa has a very high protein, protein content. Protein, and you have the egg any case. You have so. the egg too, so it's a real it's delicious. It's really really oh, good. I cannot wait to get my hands on your book. I'm Thank like you. very excited. I've seen it. it in the process. I was under wraps for many months before I could even talk about it when we heard about it. Yeah, straight from you. So it's like well, thank you for all your guidance oh, for, over the past I few months. I can't wait to see this new baby of yours Thank and you. your. Thank you. You'll, uh, you'll really enjoy the high and the ride of all of the stuff that's uh, going to come with it. Yes, I All the nachas so. that you'll get from this new baby. <laughs> yeah, and when you make the recipes from the book, don't forget to tag me. I'll post your pictures. Right, hashtag busy in Brooklyn when you get the Millennial book. Kosher. Millennial kosher. Millennial kosher. That way Hannah will be able to find you and share yeah, your and stuff. Yeah, and tag me. Tag busy in Brooklyn, and, and I would love to share, you know. And, and really, a lot of the feedback I got from my recipe testers is like, I would have never made this, but thank you for giving me this recipe because it opened my eyes to new flavors, new spices, right. 
and it was the most delicious thing ever. And right. that's really what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to accomplish I got here. to test a recipe with you, for you. Um, what did you test? I don't remember. The, the, the rice, the wild rice. And I, we yeah. were trying yeah, to yeah. figure it out, and you reworked that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have um, a, a figgy farro salad. Figgy farro. Which, ha- which is, farro is, is an ancient grain, but it's right now very, very, uh, very in, very trendy. It's delicious. It's kind of like barley. but It's nutty. It's yes, got a it's really nutty, good nutty Very flavor. similar to barley. I, I used it when I ran out of um, bulgur to make tabbouleh. Oh, and yeah, that must and be I delicious. And I didn't have quinoa, so I just used farro. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's a good one. And I usually don't like grain, so I was, I love yeah, farro. So mine has like butter, roasted butternut squash and fig, dried figs in it, some mint. Right, is that the one I end up it's working a little, yeah, the dressing? It's a little different. Yeah, was, uh, yeah, yeah that dressing, but I, I, I switched it around a little bit. Oh, fun, fun. Um, okay, yeah. so, amazing. Yeah, I'm really excited for everyone to get it and see and watch everyone cook from it. Um, and like I said, really, there are lots of uh, – we're talking about the more fun ones, but there are you know very uh, basic staples that anyone can make for dinner because, um, like I said, that's what I do at the end of the day. Right. I have a family and, and, and I got And you can always follow Hani and her foodie adventures on Instagram yes. and, and, and on her blog, Busy in Brooklyn. Yes, um, Both you. the same name. But it's, she's a lot of fun to watch and she's passionate. She's excited. She also has a terrific sense of humor and she's a great writer. Where I Thank cannot you. write, <laughs> where I cannot write, and that's where my story comes in because I can want to say what I need to say rather than write what I need to say. Right. Like, you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're, you talk a lot, Naomi. I you just got to put whatever you say in on the paper. That's all. That's writing. Right, but I can't do it. It doesn't <laughs> work for me. So I will talk and not write. So yeah. so I, I'm always in awe of someone who has Thank you. Thank you. great writing skills. So good luck, honey. Thank you. Thanks for having kosher me. Millennial. Millennial Millen- kosher Millennial Kosher. I'll never get it. We'll show the cover so, again. Pesach perfect. So <laughs> pre-order it on Amazon or Art Scroll, um, and it will be in Judaica stores well, in we're about doing a, a week and a half. Right? We're doing a yeah, giveaway. Sure. We, yes, spoke about, we, we actually spoke about that. But so before, we're about to switch to Aviva. You want this cookbook? You know what to do. Follow, follow. Busy in Brooklyn. Nachem Siegel Network. I know you already follow me, so I don't have to say it. If you do not have Instagram or Facebook, um, this is really an Instagram giveaway, but not on Facebook. So don't bother doing anything with Facebook. But if you don't have Instagram, just email me, Naomi at nachamsegal.com, and I'll put you in the uh, entry for uh, to win. And then Art Scroll will send you out a copy of the for book. Sure. But for this sure. is a uh, Nachum Siegel Network giveaway of Millennial Kosher by Honey Applebaum. She does her own photography, her own styling. Congratulations. Thank let's you. get it in our hands. Thank you. I appreciate it. In a couple it. of days. All right. I don't know if you can stick around, but yeah. let's get Aviva okay. into the hot seat. You come, you come in the hot seat. We're going to switch around. I met Aviva. I always talk about how I meet people. I don't know why I always do that. Honey, we need to do a photo, man. Okay, so let's do it. Okay, let's do a photo while we're on air. Come on. This is how we do selfies with Honey Applebaum. She is the best of them. Also, Melinda's really good too. I can never get them right. We're going to do it. It's hard to squish everyone in though. Okay. So we're, we're doing a photo here because we need to um, just get in there. Okay. Here we go. On air. One, two, three. Honey awesome. looks adorable. I look old. Okay. That's how it goes. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Um, thank you so much, Honey, for joining thank us. You. Aviva's you grabbing a seat. I always talk about how I met people because I always think it's a good build-up and an introduction. Honey, you leaving this for us? Of course. Oh, yay. Nachum will enjoy. I'm going to leave some of these for Nachum. Maybe ZK will find his appetite. <laughs> we had a, but we had a pre-breakfast meeting this morning, so he's full. Um, okay, so I met Aviva through Miriam Pascal. You saw her on my Instagram page just the other day. Um, it was... A great meeting because she actually just came over to show us um, some of her knives. Um, I'm going to actually do you no justice if I talk about you. 
because you, you. You, you have much more to say than I I do. Um, but she was great and she showed us her knives and I'm like, you need to come on my radio show. You need to do this. So I spend the next 17 minutes talking about you and your amazing products and <laughs> how we can... Absolutely. You Thank know, you. I, I always talk about you got to have good um, uh, tools. Yes. You're nothing without your tools. You're not a good cook. Even Khani would say you are nothing without your tools. Yes. So I've been selling Cutco for the last 10 years, and this is the first time I'm really getting this kind of exposure on social media. It was never really something. Uh, shout out to my niece, Ahuva Frankel, at Azor Line Creative Studios for really pushing me to go into the social media area. So I just began a short while ago when this happened with Miriam and with you. And thank you so much. This is truly an honor to be <laughs> featured here, to be able to come and speak about this amazing product and the two new businesses we launched from it. Um, so as I said, I've been selling Cutco for 10 years. So my Instagram page, Remember Me Home, is for Many of you watching have purchased Cutco, whether it was through me, whether it was through another representative, and you love your Cutco. It's guaranteed forever. It stays sharp. If it doesn't, you send it back. They'll sharpen it for you right in the factory. They'll replace it if it's broken. And then I, um, I left Cutco for a few years, and I did some B2B sales. I worked at Staples Corporate, and my husband said, you've never been as happy as when you sold Cutco. So he said, can you come back to Cutco? And let's take what you learned from Staples Corporate and let's sell this at a corporate level. So that's my second Instagram page, which is Remember Me Gifting, where we can take any piece of Cutco. We are branching into the leather and other luxury good uh, industry. So all about engraving, monograms, logos, and we can go ahead and put that right I on. I absolutely love this. If you've got a, a, an event or Hanukkah party or something that you are going to for your company, you could actually have, this is the country home furniture. They, they must have done this for their uh, yep. people. So I could do it for my people, the Aussie gourmet. I don't know who my people are. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> my family, my family. But this is beautiful. And these are chicken scissors? Yes, they're chicken scissors, but they're more like utility scissors. Cutco calls them super shears because you can cut through anything. As you see the broken penny in there, we can cut oh, wait, a penny. Wait, wait, wait. Can I do this? Can I cut that this That one's penny? done already, and it's going to be a little dangerous. But if you get a new penny, okay. we can go ahead and do that. Um, I'm reaching for my wallet. Oh, yes. So... With Cutco, it's really just about quality product, pricey. It is quality pricing as well. So it's about that guarantee. And I did bring some fruits and vegetables if you'd like to try okay, some. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay. We're going back tonight. There's a little trick on where to start. So let me uh, go ahead and okay, show you Okay, I hope this is on camera. Okay. <laughs> so you see where it says 2000 Yeah. So take that and... You know why I'm, I'm doing this with a penny? It's, the, it's actually illegal to cut up American money. I know this Under from a... five cents. I thought it was under one. I nope. thought it was only. Yep. I thought it, well. I guess the only thing is one cent. Yep. I mean, you're only allowed to cut up and destroy a one cent coin. Yes. Okay. So I'm taking a pair of cutco shears. Yes. And I am literally trying to cut it in half. Maybe you better do it because I'm do, a little uncoordinated. That. Yeah, that's okay. So we take this. Yeah. <laughs> and we just go right in there. This is so cool. She's cutting now, up money. You, you don't really have a use for cutting pennies in your kitchen, but this is great for chicken. This is great for vegetables. Uh, yesterday, Look at this. Can I just show that to sure. everyone? Look, she cut up a penny. Yesterday, I got a tag on Instagram uh, from Hanasara Posen, who uh, uh, her Instagram page is 
bakes and steaks. Oh, I follow her. And oh, she hey. said, this is what I use my Cutco scissors for. And she had a bunch of green beans. And I said, that's brilliant. I sit there with my paring knife, one after the next, after the next, cutting off the ends. These scissors, we're done. Okay, so, so let's talk about brilliant. some of these. You Absolutely. bought in some stuff for me to cut up. I sure did. Because I think it's really important. It's not about, you know, Cutco's known for being very sharp and stay sharp. And if they dull, they will come and sharpen it for you, which I love that. I don't know Cutco knives. I'm just going to say that. Um, this is just something I've been impressed with. I met her yesterday. Yes. I 15 years ago um, when I was at a younger stage of my life and, and – <laughs> Money was a little bit tied up. Um, you know, I, I saw and was always blown away. And, you know, I guess the timing is right. So when the timing is right for you, you will reach out to Aviva. Yes, thank you. Hopefully it's today. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Okay, okay, so what are we doing here? So you got lots of great goodies today. Um, you had stuff from Hani. You have, you know, probably some savory stuff in your mouth. So how about we go into some fruit? Okay. I, I brought a honeydew, and you can slice that up any way oh, you'd like. I'm going to stand up. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. So I'm standing up and I'm slicing like this. Any way you cut your honeydew. You know, my grandparents, I'm going to move up my microphone. My grandparents were in the fruit cutting business. Uh-oh. Um, we're in the fruit business in Australia. Okay. All right. This is really very light pressure. I'm not very good at cutting. Um, oh, wow. I thought it wasn't good, but I cut that pretty nicely. You cut that pretty nicely. <gasps> it's all about the good equipment. <laughs> That's great. Yes. So this knife is actually a phenomenal knife on meats. I slice my corned beef hot. I went to culinary school. That's like the biggest no-no. Do not slice your meat hot. Yeah, they Because yeah. it'll fall apart. They always say to um, keep it cool and then slice it. Yep. Well, with Cutco, I slice it hot and it's... Really? Where'd you go to culinary school? I went to CKCA. Oh, 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 I love that. But now we have now we have culinary kosher out there in Flat on Flatbush Avenue. Okay, so. well that's a great Sh alternative. Shout out to them because I really think in this day and age and with a foodie explosion that's happened the last say ten years. Yes. We needed that. Yes. And it was really sad when it closed. But it I'm was. glad something else took its yes. place. I plan to actually write a book on Kirov on uh, secular Jews who just want to learn about Shabbos and Judaism. And the reason I went to culinary school was to put in my own Shabbos recipes because before I went to culinary school, I was a pretty good cook. And I wanted to write this book, put recipes in, but I figured secular Jews reading it would say, how do we know if this food's any good? Who is she? But if I have the title professional chef, then they're going to say, this is good food. Let's make it. Let's right. try out what this Shabbos thing is. Right. Okay. I like okay. it. Cool. Would you like to slice up some honeydew and have some now? Okay, so how do I do that? Any way you would like. Slice it again. Slice it again? Uh, I'm learning. Like, I can actually do an onion. Uh, oh, wait. Microphone. <laughs> if you'd like, I can do an onion demo and teach you yeah, how to Yeah, let's do an onion. Let's do an onion. Wait, an so onion. how do I – now what do I just keep going? Um, So if I was in your kitchen, I would take a spoon and scoop that out. Scoop that out, yeah. And then just slice it. Okay, make slices. Okay, yep. like we would do pretty traditionally at home. Yes. Okay, I thought maybe – There'll be something else. Okay, great. This is great. Let me just do one more because <laughs> I like cutting. And again. Okay. And it's just effortless. It really is effortless. Now, one thing many people say is that they're scared of Cutco because it's so sharp. Yeah. But what happens is if you have a dull knife and you're trying to cut through a honeydew, you're sitting there going, mm -mm, and then you end up cutting yourself. But you got to be careful just not to let the honeydew slip out of your hand. Yeah. I nicked my finger just a little bit, but I'm actually okay there. So that's, that's good. That's good. Okay. So let's go through cutting uh, an onion. I have my onion knife in red. Oh, we were talking knife. about that one yesterday. You were saying I should get that one. Yes. This There's the microphone. 
This is definitely the best knife for onions in my kitchen because I slice a lot of onions. So what I'm gonna do, I don't know if the camera can see me, I'm gonna show you how I slice an onion the way I learned in culinary school, which is to dice an onion really quickly. Okay, all right. Like, what do you mean? Do you want me to do it now or do you want me to slice yeah, the potato look, instead? Yeah, let's slice the potato. and okay. what, 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 Let's wait. Okay. Okay, so she's going to prepare a whole bunch of vegetables um, and then we're going to uh, show you the best tool. Now, let's talk about what that knife is before you start cutting. Yes. Hold it up. This is called the cheese knife. A cheese I knife. I like that it's like see-through. <laughs> um, many, many Orthodox people do not slice up their own uh, fresh cheese. They buy it pre-sliced and they said, what do I have a use for a cheese knife in my block of Cutco? So this is actually my favorite potato knife. My husband makes the cholent in my home. And Why say that again? My say husband that? makes the cholent in our home. You know what my husband makes? Nothing. No, he makes charoset. Okay. Yeah. Charoset. So, okay. Yeah. So, we, so he makes the cholent. You're a very lucky lady. <laughs> no, but it's good. I don't want him in the kitchen in any case. That and he makes toast and cream cheese. He's the best. He helps me clean up. He's a bear. But he does, he does. He's not really a cook. So I always get a kick when I hear about this. Okay. So I had been selling Cutco for quite a while before we met, and he was pretty uh, skeptical about Cutco until he took the potato okay, knife. Now, now let's cut when we have the Yes. Focus. I'm actually going to let you go ahead and try that. Oh, okay. So what am I doing? You're <laughs> I'm just sorry, ZK. Cutting a potato. Now it has the holes because it's the cheese knife. Yeah. So the friction allows that the potatoes don't get stuck All to right, cause the knife. Right, because you know when you cut potatoes, they, they kind of like get stuck like this. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Huh. So this was actually the knife that sold him on Cutco being really good. You need to, if you guys want to try this, you can reach Aviva and she'll yes. come to your house and show you how to do I'll this. I'll come to your house. I'll do a demo. So I want you to, I want people to really seeing is believing. That's why I say watch us on the Nachum Siegel that channel on YouTube, YouTube yes. because you hear us, but you also need to see us. And I love that you guys are always watching and you can see us on the app and the websites and the YouTubes. Okay, what's next? Okay, so we're going to go ahead and do a an onion demo the way I learned in culinary okay, school. Okay, you're going to do it. I'm not doing it. I will be glad to do it. I hated cutting onions my entire life. I still yeah. don't love it, but now that I can do it so much faster, it's finished. Okay, let's go. Let's so see this done. There are two ends. This end must stay intact. Right. We know that from, from yes. Food Network. <laughs> now we're going to go ahead and, by the way, your thumb and forefinger lock right in place. Professional chefs like to hold their knives yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, I hold mine like that. But home chefs like to hold it here. So you have that option. So I'm okay. going to go ahead and slice that right off. Now we're going to take the onion and put it on the flat side down and slice it right in half. So we're going to take that. I don't usually cut sitting. Yeah, so why don't you stand? You stand, I give you the microphone up here. Okay, and then I'm going to slice this right down. Right down the middle, through the root tip. Through the root. We've got two sides now. Sorry, I'm making a mess. This is Food Network right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. So I like to go ahead and peel this right off because you this can This is the start- outer skin layer. I'm describing yes. to all our listeners that's the yes. outer skin layer. Okay, so now I do the same on both sides. I clean off my board so I don't get that in there. And then go ahead and take the knife, and you're going to make long, about one inch apart slices, but don't cut off the root. Keep it all oh, that's attached. Half, that's about, it's about a half an inch. Half an inch, okay. A yes. centimeter. Yes. I would say a centimeter. Half an inch, okay. So go ahead and slice that, slice that, all through to the other side where you can't really see it. And then you're going to take the knife blade, 
and go two slices through this way. Now it's still attached. At the root tip, so that way it's still, not completely still falling attached. apart. And now we're going to put the tip down there. We're going to put the knife blade down here, and they're just going to go chop, 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 and the entire onion. It's a little difficult because right now I have a lot of stuff on my yeah, board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually, usually you don't my have board is completely empty. You actually empty. don't usually cut up cantaloupe and onion on the same board. No, we don't do that. So, um, And you've got here perfectly diced onions. I love that. Done really, really So fast. what's next? Next we got Okay, we've got some carrots. This oh. is a Cutco vegetable peeler. Okay, it's all about the peeler. If you don't have a good peeler, you have nothing. There are two blades over here. So okay. you can go up and down. And I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and let you try that with the two blades. Okay, so I can go up down, and now I'm going up, up and down, and up and oh, I love this. This is good. Yeah, I'm, I usually have a Swiss Y peeler, so it's a little it's a bit of a different feel, but totally like this. Wow. Okay. Okay. So now we're we're changing it up a little bit. We're bringing out some. We've got. Four this, minutes left. Okay. This, How fast does the show go? This very, very fast. But you've I, got you had some really great stuff going on today with yeah, Connie was, and Yeah, and now the, and now with you. Toronto King. What was his name? Yeah, the Kosher King. Kosher King, okay. You gotta follow him on Instagram. Yes, I sure will. And join his foodie group. Okay. Definitely. Okay. What's this? this is the knife that Miriam Pascal fell in love with yesterday when she was playing oh, around. Really? Miriam yes. liked this one a lot? Miriam loved this one. Miriam likes really big knives. So I personally like it's this like a samurai small one over here for my onions because I'm someone who likes smaller knives. But Miriam said that she really likes big knives, so I'm gonna go ahead and let you. Oh wow, this is like a this is like a guillotine. I'm doing this sitting down. You know what? There's a reason why you stand in your yes. <laughs> Are we getting this on? Oh wow, this is a great knife. Now this knife has a very wide blade, which means that let's say I was dicing up some Spanish onions, I could go ahead and transfer the food right on the blade into my pot. Okay. Because it's a very you know wide what? blade. This is this is my thing about yes with knives, right? When you see someone um, cook like this, and then they scrape the food, always use the back of the so knife. You, so they always scrape the food like this. If you all hope you're all watching with the blade side down, they're scraping from the cutting board into the ball, and I always like go. <gasps> no. I'm going to have a heart attack. You're ruining the edge of the knife. So you turn your knife over. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, you'll see. But if you're listening, I've turned the knife over and you scrape with the back of the knife. Yes. And that way you're not ruining the precious edge, which you paid a lot of money for. Yes. And it's staying intact. Although Cutco is guaranteed forever. Right. So even though it's guaranteed forever, you, you still, still want to keep it in good it. shape. And you want exactly. to have good knives. Exactly. Okay. And Terrific. Cutco's dishwasher safe as well, which is one of the most frequently oh, asked really? questions I we get. I never put my knives in the dishwasher. I don't either. Even though it is dishwasher safe, these are diamonds of my kitchen. I would never stick my diamond ring in the dishwasher. I, I might would it, if it got a good clean. <gasps> I would bring it to the jeweler and get it cleaned. Okay. I, I personally like washing it in my sink, but most of my clients do like that it, they are dishwasher. Let's talk about how the knife is built. It has three rivets yes, with a steel blade going through it. They're nickel silver and there's absolutely no air that can get in as you can see there. Uh-huh. Yeah, I feel a very tight seal. It's the material that they use on airplanes so you know that no air is getting in there. Oh, that's good. The handle's made from thermoresin which is a material similar to the material of football helmets and bowling balls so it won't chip, <laughs> melt or crack. That's awesome. Yep, and it's uh, high carbon surgical stainless steel. So similar to what doctors use on scalpels for surgery. 
Okay, cool. It and feels good. made in the good old US of A. Right, so I wanted to mention that yes. this is made local. Yes. I like this is made in upstate, upstate New, New York. York. Yep. Listen, if you live in New York, this is literally buying local. This is farm-to-table knife. <laughs> and I'm local. I live right. in Queens. And okay. I, I can speak with anyone anywhere in the country. We ship U.S. Um, unfortunately, we do not ship in Canada. I do have some connections with Canadians who have their own factory. So if you do live in Canada and you're watching and you're listening and you are interested, go ahead and send me a message on Instagram, Remember Me Home, or Remember Me Gifting, which is the corporate page. I absolutely love what you're saying. I can't believe that our time is up. It's insane. I wouldn't think we need to have her back on the show. I will be glad to I come I think back. this is great. And maybe we can do like more of a demo, see what's sure. going on. This is absolutely fantastic. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachman Siegel Network. We have uh, music sponsored by Geffen, Gekerem, <laughs> Kerem right up until Lichbenching. We have our area of Shabbos show with Mark Zomik, which is airing now and also airs on Thursday at 7. We want to wish everyone Shabbat Shalom. And I can't believe the show is out. I feel so like I have so much, much more to say. All right, Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Bye. Take care.